Welcome to the Strongbow Podcast. I am Barry Platzman, and today I'm joined by Alex Petrov, Managing Consultant here at Strongbow. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, today we're going to be reflecting and talking about this year's ONEG conference, which was virtual this year, hopefully um, maybe the last. So Alex, coming from the ONEG conference today, what did you um, pick up as some of the key themes? Sure. Well, first, ONEG is, is it's really great conference. Originally, it was based on exploring opportunities of open networking, hence the name ON in ONEG. I had the chance to join a few of those events, and over the years, it has evolved to include cloud and security for enterprises. And what I really uh, love about it, it's positioned as of the people, by the people, for the people type of event, with people being, of course, the users and creators of technology, and uh, you in ONOC stands for users. So this year, as in the last few events, the focus was on the enterprise's transition to the cloud. Mm-hmm. And delivering on this amazing promise of the cloud so no longer you know dreaming but actually making dreams come true that that's how i would frame the the key theme and then of course a a key question was what the toolbox should be to deliver on those promises and there was a lot of talk as always about automation processes frameworks how to partner with vendors and other entities like universities, and ultimately how to nurture this culture of prudent risk-taking with cloud and innovating in the cloud. So you could also say that ONA kind of eats its own dog food, and in itself it's a case study in going global after hosting physical conference for many, many years. It's gone digital and 100% virtual for the last three events. And that drove a little extra engagement, flexibility for participants, and maybe even excitement. So I'm not so sure, Barry, that it will be going back to 100% physical. Oh, man. Well, you know, I do like the get-togethers after Oneg and hanging out. And and I prefer, by the way, drinking my own champagne as opposed to eating (laughs) my own dog food. But yeah, Uh, that, that makes sense. And, you know, I'm thinking... You know, the, it's a parallel to what the enterprises are going through, right? Sure. Board meetings have become yeah. virtual. Just normal everyday work is becoming virtual. You know, when I talk to customers, they are all talking about sustaining this hybrid environment, virtual environment, more video in end user locations. And that's going to like change the way networks are designed and implemented. And of course, there's connectivity to the cloud. So a, a lot changing. And that makes me wonder, you know, as a a past participant at Oneg, what was different this time? Did you get a sense of a new message, a different message, a shift in conversation from maybe 12 months ago? I would say so. So three things really stood out to me this time. First of all, the big question needs to be how to deliver cloud benefits at the enterprise scale and enterprises that are participating in all becoming bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So the requirements are more and more rigorous and you want to deliver those benefits without jeopardizing agility, flexibility of the cloud offerings. So how can you have best of both worlds as opposed to either or that remains to be a challenge, especially as you add more services, more scale, more geographies to the picture. One asterisk to that is multi-cloud. It was talked about a lot more and multi-cloud okay. architecture is really seen as one way to satisfy the needs and meet commercial requirements uh, in great many use cases. Another interesting thing, and that's where it kind of hits home for me, is network has really been considered in the context of the cloud. So it's really what keeps the cloud, the edge, the users mm-hmm. 
all connected securely and performantly. So that's really important. And it really stood out to me how network is vital, but it's being looked at as part of the cloud. And a lot of network functions are morphing into the cloud. And thirdly, yeah, thirdly, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was frankly very, very encouraged to hear more about standards. And to me, that that's really something that's long overdue. Standards? What what kind of standards? <laughs> well, it, it's kind of interesting if we step back and think about the internet and the cloud. So the internet originated in the academic world and the government structures, and it was really driven by standards, if you remember IETF, RFC, et cetera. So those standards and the format of adopting them, that's really what helped build this vibrant, diverse, adaptable technology ecosystem around early days of internet. And enterprise cloud space, I would argue, is not as diverse. It's really dominated by cloud majors, you know, the, the kind of the big three plus maybe mm-hmm. Alibaba. And there's lots of smaller companies that enable it, but it's really fundamentally different approach. And up until now, cooperation and collaboration between big players have been very limited. And to me, it's a little bit like you have three big railroads, each with its own gauges. So good luck kind of riding, riding <laughs> your trains on it. So to me, Onuk being this kind of by the people of the people type of community, it's really perfect place to spearhead standards. And this time we heard about cloud security notification framework decorator. A mouthful, but it's really a way to make security events and logs to be examined and acted on mm. a lot more consistently. That's a big first step in a very long journey. It won't be easy. There may be a lot of issues between big you know, cloud giants cooperating with each other. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a very promising start, at least from the enterprise standpoint. All right. That, that's, uh, that's cool, Alex. You know, I always thought Al Gore invented the internet, but now I find out that it was really the standards. So that's illuminating. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot of technical discussion, and I think Oneg has always been a great place to exchange ideas of new technology and what enterprises are doing. And as you mentioned before, the enterprises that represent Oneg are growing, they're huge, they're large. Some of them are our customers. And I just love seeing our customers out there in front of their community and and talking about some of the great things that they're doing. But what I don't hear from you, and I didn't hear so much at the sessions that I attended, was anything about commercial considerations. So you have this multi-cloud environment, you have all of this new stuff, and then you have this legacy technology that I'm assuming goes away or is transformed or something happens to it. What does Oneg have to say about commercial considerations as folks make this journey? Yeah, no, it's a very interesting topic. In fact, there were relatively few sessions on this, maybe Mm -hmm. two and a half sessions. But interestingly enough, the feedback The live feedback from the participants and level of excitement was very high. And it seems to me that there is a lot of interest in exploring commercial terms and understanding who benefits from scaling up in the cloud and how to shift financial risks from the enterprise and how to shift financial benefits into the enterprise uh, at all phases of the cloud lifecycle during transition and optimization. It also has to do with client lock-in and dealing with that and, and anticipating the flexibilities that you would have three, four, five years down the road. That's also part of this commercial discussion. So you're right. The, the things and the questions that were on the table were very much what we hear from our clients as well. 
and basically how do you plan out cloud strategy with end in mind, how you secure the right terms, how do you execute those plans in a way that really gives you whatever leverage is available is really key. I wouldn't say that there were any kind of ready-made recipes mm-hmm. in, the, in the sessions, but right. that kind of continues to be an important topic. Yeah, I, I, I bet. And, and you know what you and I have seen when we talk to customers is that the migrations that maybe don't take that commercial lens end up costing a lot more in terms of bubble costs and transition costs and legacy costs that just stick around for a while. So, you know, it makes me kind of wonder just about the end state and, you know, thinking about the cost structure being different between cloud and legacy infrastructure. And I just wanted to get your take on that, right? What do you think is more cost effective? And maybe the answer is it, it depends, but I think you know some of the folks listening today might just want to understand maybe some of the factors that goes into what's going to be more cost effective, that cloud or legacy infrastructure. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting topic. And in fact, during ONUG, there was a fascinating discussion about companies that do well with the cloud. And that's about 25 to 30% of the top users and the rest of them. And there is a very material gap, uh, financial gap between the winners and the rest of the pack. The Mm. gap is almost 100%. So the best companies reduce those expenses very noticeably, very demonstrably, and the rest are struggling to actually deliver on those savings. And this difference is not only financial difference, but also a difference in performance and you know, mean time to restore and, and things like that. So basically, financially and operationally, we're seeing this gap between the best at cloud and mm-hmm. the rest of them. And to me, it's interesting because you normally would not see it with networking. For instance, any reasonable company adopting SD-WAN would probably deliver savings with regards to MPLS as one example. But with cloud, it's tricky because it requires so many organizational levers to get it right. So a uh, lot to, of factors. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. So that makes sense. And and from coming out of the ONEG sessions and a lot of interesting topics there, what would you say was the most surprising that came out of the conversation? Uh, <laughs> but maybe not necessarily a surprise, but. Kind of building on what we just talked about, it was very refreshing to hear that private data centers may be cost effective for some use cases. Uh, some, you, sure. you don't hear about that uh, at a lot of cloud events, mm-hmm. but the reality is that it really depends on the applications and it's a dynamic picture. You need to reevaluate every once in a while and enterprises should not be dogmatic about cloud. Right. Uh, now it's true that data centers are becoming more of extension of the cloud with edge kind of becoming part of the kind of big cloud space. But the obvious point is just don't be carried away by the cloud for cloud's sake. That's right. One size does not fit all. All right. So sum it up for us. How would you classify or rate, if you will, Oneg Spring 2021? Excellent event. Kudos to the organizers and participants. Uh, There's tons to learn from others and avoid repeating somebody else's mistakes. But you also could see how different the enterprises are in terms of resources, requirements, their attitude towards risk. So to some companies, it is about network performance. To others, maybe security and privacy or certain high-risk countries that are really top of their you know, issue list for cloud. So it really is important for the enterprises to look at the common frameworks, best practices, and bend them to your needs. And that probably applies regardless whether you're just starting your cloud journey or in the middle of it. 
Yeah, agreed. Well, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Oneg, for putting on a good show. Thank Indeed. you, producer Lucas, and happy birthday. And we'll speak to you guys next time on the Strongbow Podcast. Thanks, Barry.